Hello, friends. So I have a story to tell you. Um, what did I title this? Strike while the iron's hot. Yeah. So you got to strike while the iron's hot. Here's the story. I have been, I guess probably another episode deserves. Yeah, I'll, I'll record one after this about about writing and how great it is and blah, blah, whatever. I've been encountering problems um, rewriting Livewire V3. Um, basically the same problems I've encountered forever with Livewire. I'm just trying to not really move past them anymore. And it's like, these things have to get addressed. And it's not that they're not problems like things that don't work per se. It's just really kind of, you know, tough, deep, complex machinery stuff that you get past with just throwing code at the situation. But, you know, like you got to sit down and write everything out and figure out the best path forward and make no compromises kind of thing, whatever. So I've been doing this exercise where, uh, where I'm writing like almost like big blog posts or like really robust internal documentation for even kind of the smallest of problems in the Livewire code base. And which really just means describing the inner workings of Livewire in a really deep detailed way. So I'm doing that on a GitHub wiki that I made and, and I needed like a graph to, to explain something like a few times. I was like, man, I really want a flow chart. And I forget why I went looking for this. Maybe I've seen flow charts in GitHub before or something. I don't know, but I just like Googled flow charts in GitHub. Like if I could get a flow chart in my markdown, that would be awesome because I've done flow charty things in the past, but I've like basically made them in sketch and then like hosted the image and then, you know, put that in, in a GitHub readme or whatever. So whatever, I, I just like Googled it and there it is. Like GitHub supports this with Mermaid. Um, it's this tool for making charts and stuff directly in Markdown. And it's really cool. The syntax is really, um, I think, pretty elegant and logical. You know, the, like there's very few characters to work with to design flowcharts, and they use them really wisely. So I saw this and was like, holy cow, this is awesome. And I just started using it and, you know, pushing its limits and whatever. So big win. As soon as I discovered this, it was like, oh, my gosh, this is so hot. And it's the kind of thing that is hot enough that if I sit down and write like a well-crafted tweet and maybe design, just like put work into a good tweet, um, sort of a hot tip tweet going like, oh my gosh, my brain has just exploded. You can do this in GitHub. I am almost positive that it would go quote unquote viral. You know, it would be like a really high performing tweet if we're talking about tweet performance. So because of that, I was just like, eh, I'll do it some other time. And then I think I was working just the next day or the day after and the thought popped into my head again. It's like, oh, I should really write that tweet. Like some, you know, maybe I discovered it in like an off time. This is how I work internally, um, whatever. So I, I am like, you know, like half of just hanging out on Twitter and half of, you know, being a marketer. And so my brain thinks about uh, like what time it is and what day it is, because if it's the end of the day, I'll just be like, oh, I should probably just tweet this in the morning. And I usually just remember um, or if it's like a Friday, it's like, oh, I should tweet this on Monday. And maybe I was working in like the wee hours or on the weekend, just thought like, I'll tweet this another time. Thought popped into my head once. And then I think another time and I didn't, I didn't take action on it because in my mind, it's like, oh, this tweet will always be there for me to write. I'm probably not going to forget about it. It seems like a really good, you know, tweet to write. And I'll, so I'll want to write it the next time I want to write a tweet. Okay. Okay, well, then I'm scrolling Twitter. So confession time. I'm scrolling Twitter just on my phone at some point, and I see the dreaded, the dreaded. This is all within like a week's time, like last week. 
and I think, I think the person's name is Haas. And I think this person is a, like a live where Laravel person. I think like maybe even l- would listen to the show. So if you're out there, good for you, Haas, this other person did exactly what I wanted to do. They made a really you know, better than I would do it. They made a really nice tweet. Um, and you know, it's just this moment of like, oh crap. Like how crazy is that? I thought like, I've never heard of this. And what are the chance? I never even considered that within like a day or two of me discovering this, somebody else would and do the tweet that I want to do, but it happened. And so I'm scrolling Twitter on my phone and I see this tweet. And I'm like, oh, of course, it's like a really well articulate or well, whatever produced tweet gets a bunch of likes. Like, I don't know at the time it was just like a thousand or more or something. And I mean, it's just this like flash of, you know, part of me is like, well, I blew it. So I missed that. Whatever. This guy got it. Good. Everybody knows, you know, about it now. Done. Then another part of me is like, well, I, I can still tweet it. I can just act as if I haven't seen this. I'm not doing anything illegal by tweeting something that's already recently been tweeted. If somebody already tweeted this, well, this is kind of the, one of the gray areas It's like somebody already tweeted this thing. So if somebody sees my tweet, they're going to be like, oh, you ripped off this other guy or you saw this other tweet. Now that's possible, but because I know, so I actually have this, like, I, I have usages of Mermaid on GitHub, you know, timestamped before that tweet, like as soon as I, I was doing this publicly. So I'm I'm like, okay, well, if anybody is like, you're a loser and are just recycling other people's material, I would link to, you know, like the commit that happened before that tweet that contained this Mermaid flowchart. <laughs> and and so I was like, well, that, okay. So I'm, my ground is covered. Like, I'm not, I'm not just like saying like, no, I, I knew about it before then, you know? Um, but then you could say like, well, you didn't think it was that cool at the time. Well, I actually did. I just waited. So anyway, um, I just decided on a whim right now to, because I was, you know, writing another chart and was like, I should just freaking tweet this thing because who knows how many people follow me that didn't see that tweet. And it really is good to know and whatever. And I'll get like Twitter juice probably. I don't know. But okay, so maybe one way to reconcile this was I didn't put effort into it. So I didn't make it like my big hot twip, hot, hot twip, hot tweet revelation. I think to maybe make it more reasonable for myself to tweet this thing out. I guess the most honest version of this would be like, hey, like, you know, if you didn't know that GitHub, you know, could do this, it can do this, check it out. I guess the most honest version would be to retweet that Haas's tweet and say like, like, yeah, check this out. But then it, then it's like you're, you know, then it has the tone of like, I'm the guy who already knew about the thing. You're tweeting it as if it's really cool. And then I have to chime in to express that I already knew about it. And that's not the situation here. Um, yeah, it's funny. These like little subtle dynamics. So I just decided like, you know what? I'm allowed to market in a vacuum. Like I, I've sort of, I guess this is informed from previous things where if I have an idea for a product or for a feature or something, and I think it's a good idea and whatever, and then somebody releases it or does it in their own thing or whatever, I've, I've sort of realized that like, I don't have to always be racing against everybody to be the first to say something. So it's okay Like, so I guess this has kind of contributed to my attitude of like, don't look at a lot of stuff. Or if you do, like, if you do, and it's something that overlaps with your thing, like don't dig into it or learn about it because it's going to color you. You're going to like, you know, even if, even if it doesn't really impact the way you talk about something or you wouldn't intentionally plagiarize, it just kind of like is in you. So you can't deny plagiarization. So I've talked about that before, just the art of ignoring other people and other things so that, um, 
at least for me so that I don't, uh, yeah. So I don't fall into these, these traps or these, these things of like, basically the fear of having, um, being seen as copied somebody or actually copying somebody. And then that results in this just like manic racing to like be the first to say everything and get all my ideas like out there and put the stake in the ground, which is another, these are layers here. This is another layer of like, I've also, it's, I don't think it's very cool to put your stake in the ground on an idea or a feature, at least personally. Like I try not to, if I haven't put work into it or anything yet, because it's like, you can't just say like, oh yeah, I'd really like to do this thing sometime in the future. And then it's like, okay, my stakes in the ground. Now I'm known as like the guy who like has this idea. And then I've like made it so that other people will feel like they're, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So it's one of these things. It's just like, okay, let's just all act on our own. And you know, it's okay. If you say the same thing I say, as long as I kind of abide by my own internal principles of like not plagiarizing, not, um, you know, taking something from somebody else or whatever. Um, so yeah, so I just decided to tweet it anyway. And again, I kind of intentionally did like a poor job. Um, I just took like a gnarly screenshot that does not market it well. And already, like, you know, very quickly, as soon as you, you know, publish a thing, if it's going to be like viral or like really popular. And so I published this, whatever, 19 minutes ago, apparently, and it has 28 likes. So this is going to be like an average tweet of mine, nothing crazy, which is good because I guess it makes it extra not complicated because it's not going to be like the big tweet that Haas had. Okay. So part two of this, I guess is, um, you know, maybe I'll split this up into a second episode because we're at 10 minutes. So the next episode we'll talk about, um, kind of the, like we have a unique, uh, opportunity here to see two tweets of the same content written differently, marketed differently and how they perform wildly differently. Um, and that is also, uh, well, I guess we, we can't discount that by him already tweeting it. Maybe everybody already saw it and was like, man, I'm not going to like this thing. I already saw that. So that's a potential thing, but let's just pretend it's not. Um, and then we're going to, I'm going to catch you in part two. See ya.